2: the saint. <laughs> Mr. Templer. Yes, Dugan? Do
3: you ever think much about life? Well, not being a bartender like yourself, I haven't had the time. I don't mind admitting off and on. I've given it a little thought. It baffles me. You want an olive or an onion in your drink? <laughs> olive, if it's all right with you. Ah, <laughs> you're smart. Olive's got more vitamins. fellow
2: was in here a couple, three hours ago. Know what he says to me? No. He says we're here today and gone tomorrow.
3: Well put. Um, how about my drink?
2: Or, uh, take the blonde sitting over there.
3: Hmm, all right, I'll take the blonde. Know who she is? Maddie North. Used to be in musical comedy. Oh, I can see why, even at this distance. She sings, too. I wouldn't have thought it necessary. However, uh, about my drink. So what happens? She makes big dough. Then she gets palsy with Joe Maxon. At that time, a small punk. But with her, dough, he works himself up where he's now in the biggest gambling joint this side of the Kefauver Committee. So now he is a big shot, and what happens? He won't even buy her a drink. Right. Don't want to know her anymore. Don't even give her a door back. You know something? Yes, I'm thirsty. She could kill him as easy as swatting a fly. Dugan, whom do you have to know around here to get a drink? Huh? Oh. <laughs> Always kidding, Mr. Templer. Here you are. <laughs> See, I'd better get around to the other customers. I can't stand here talking to you all night. And I could be persuaded to put a small bet on that. are you? Hmm? Oh, hello.
4: My name's Maddie North. I know who you are. Do you? Mm hmm. Simon Templet. Hello, Simon. Hello. <laughs> You're the saint. That's why I came over. Thank you. <laughs> You think I'm just a teeny, weeny vet drunk, don't you? Well. <laughs> You're right, I am. I, ooh, I'm gonna fall. Yeah, hey, I've got you. <laughs> <laughs> I get these dizzy stuff. Yeah, well,
3: now, look here, sit down. Hmm? No,
4: no, just let me hold on to you for a minute.
3: Maddie, when was the last time you ate some food?
4: Food? What's that?
3: I thought so. You better let me order you some.
4: Mm-mm. No, no, I, I, I feel all right
3: now. You Sure,
4: sure. I can stand all by myself. Mm. Maddie. I'm sure glad I ran into you, Simon. A real pleasure to meet a gentleman. Let's talk some more about them. No, I gotta be going. I gotta date. Goodbye, Simon.
3: Who won the wrestle? Something strange about the whole thing. You mean she don't wrestle fair? That dizzy spell, she got over it in a few seconds, walked out of here with no difficulty. Perfectly straight. Must have had some reason for... Only two reasons dames got for leaning against a guy. The other one is they want to pick his pockets. Pick his... Well, I'll be... That's what she did? In a way. But what she stole wasn't money. It was my revolver. Taxi! Taxi! All you got to do is ask. Win
4: her
2: away, Mr. Templer.
3: Wither, Hey, how did you know my name? <laughs> yeah,
2: Louie told me. He, he was... also told me I should take good care you should you ever step a foot into my camp.
3: Well, my name is Eddie, and uh, where would you like to wither? <laughs> well, I'm very glad to know you, Eddie. Do you know where Joe Maxson's establishment is? Yeah, sure. Good.
2: Only in our best cycles, you know, it ain't referred to as an establishment. This is
3: better known as a joint. You gonna maybe gamble a bit? Not exactly, uh... A blonde just leaned against me, Eddie. Oh, that's bad. Uh, She did it in order to steal my gun. That's bad, yeah. But that don't explain why you're going to Maxon's. You think that uh, maybe she swiped the gun to give it to him? I'm afraid it wasn't a gun she thought of giving to him. Only the bullets in it. Looking for someone? You're not Joe Maxon, are you? No, my name is Brent. Oh. Is uh, Maddie North here? Maddie? Hmm. Who wants to know? I do. That leaves me pretty much where it found me. My name is Simon Templer. The saint? <laughs> Rumors do spread, don't they? I have no idea where Miss North is. Well, I do. The idea is that she's here. What do you want her for? I'll tell her that. Is she here? Well, she was here a little while ago. At the moment... At the moment, I don't see her. Where is Maxon? I am not acquainted with his schedule. You're giving a very good imitation of an idiot, if it is an imitation. Where is Maxon's office? Mr. Templer, I've got a job. It's to keep the customers happy and Mr. Maxon undisturbed. If Maddie North gets to him, Maxon is going to be more than disturbed. What are you talking about? She stole my gun in a bar a little while ago. I believe her intentions were murderous. They concern Mr. Maxon. Good heavens, I... Uh, come along. If I'd only known that... You let her visit, Maxon? Well, you may not know this, but she and Mr. Maxon at one time used yeah, to be... Yeah, I know what they used to be. There have been a few changes, however. Uh, perhaps, but everyone around here likes Maddie. Mm, she must have been figuring on that. Uh, through here. Uh-huh. I, uh, well, we were all hoping perhaps she and Mr. Maxon would get together again. Uh, the office is right down this way. Uh, I'd better not... Decided to knock first. It's locked. Have you got a key? Why, yes. Get it out quick. All right. Those were sharp. Never mind being brilliant. Here, here. Thanks. Max fell forward onto his desk. Window behind him is open. A short drop to an alley. We're a little late. bullets went in under his left shoulder blade. Uh, Mr. Templer... He's dead, if that's what's bothering you. No. You see, uh, that man, uh, well, he's dressed in a dark suit, and his hair's the same color, but that isn't Maxson. boys out front. And disposed to the customers. I've been through the little stranger's pockets, Brent. Find anything? Couple of $10 chips. Oh. Have you ever been to Allentown, Pennsylvania, Brent? Uh, no. This man has. How do you know that? Brilliance on my part. I looked at the label in his suit. Came from Hess Brothers' department store in Allentown. Now, you be just as brilliant and tell me his name. Uh, Carrie. He's, uh, well, a business competitor. Rings a bell. Don't stop there, Brent. He and a man named Harris run a rival establishment, uh, the Red Wheel, down the street. Interesting. They've been doing well. Uh, no. As a matter of fact, Mr. Harris was here yesterday to see Mr. Maxon. His reason? He uh, he accused Mr. Maxon of uh, unfair practices. <laughs> Dishonor among thieves. Uh, in a way. Interesting. But It doesn't explain why Carrie died in Maxson's office. Uh, now he's built something like Mr. Maxon. He's uh, wearing a similar suit, and uh, from the alley he could easily have been mistaken for Mr. Maxon. Sure enough. I'll let the police worry about that. Uh, You're leaving? Yes, I've got to reclaim some property. Property? Mm, A stolen revolver. From Maddie Norris? Yes. A lady who may have made a mistake. On the other hand, she may not have had a chance to. Meaning what? This is Maxon's office. That's Maxon's desk. But where's Maxon? (laughs) Maxon?
2: Hey, Mr. Templer, just we was pulling away from the Maxon's joint there. The cops was pulling
3: in. They always do after a murder, Eddie. Uh Uh-oh. Then uh, Maxon ain't no longer with us. If you mean present, the answer is yes. If you mean dead, I don't know. Oh. Oh. This, you think, helps me. A man named Carey was shot in Maxon's office, apparently by mistake. Not necessarily, however. Well, that's okay by me. If it was a mistake, then his murderer could have been Mattie North, or possibly Harris, a business rival. Oh, yeah, this is very clear to me. If, however, Carrie was shot as Carrie... Uh-huh.
2: I beg your pardon? Well, I just thought this would be a nice place to say, uh-huh. So, if uh, Carrie was shot as Carrie... The killer then might have been Maxim. Ah, uh, yes. So, whichever way you look at it, altogether, there are uh, three suspects, huh?
3: Yes, yes.
2: Well, that's a nice number. So, who lives at this address that I'm taking you to? A blonde. A leaning blonde? Yes. Hey, you want to find out if she's still leaning. That's
3: right. Or if she fell. Oh, hello, Maddie. May I come in? I...
4: I'm on my way to bed.
3: You usually go to bed with your clothes on?
4: I I, I didn't have a chance to get them off.
3: If you came here directly from the bar... I
4: didn't. I went for a walk.
3: A long walk?
4: All right. A long walk.
3: The weight of the revolver didn't bother you?
4: What? What revolver?
3: The one you borrowed from me. I didn't. (laughs) I'd like it back.
4: I I, I don't have it. You
3: lent it to a friend? No,
4: I... I realized... I'd been crazy after I left the bar. I threw it away.
3: Before or after, two shots were fired from it.
4: Two shots?
3: Where does that door lead to?
4: That, it's the back door to the apartment.
3: Funny place for it, right opposite the front door. The architect had no imagination. What's interesting about that door, Maddie? Nothing. You've been watching it ever since I came in. I think I'll have a look at it. Simon,
4: don't open that door.
3: I'm mad about back doors. Hmm? Dark. You ought to speak to the landlord about. Oh. Simon. Huh?
4: Simon. All right, all right.
3: I'm ready for my music lesson. Music
4: lesson?
3: On the harp. Or is this the other place?
4: Let me help you up.
3: <laughs> all right. Hey. Ooh, ooh, Maddie, you're a female Benedict Arnold. I was happy on the floor. Hand me my other head.
4: Simon, please. Are you all right? I'm
3: fine. My head may not be bloody, but it certainly got bowed.
4: I was so worried.
3: And what? That door turning out to be a door leading to your bedroom? Not the back door at
4: all? I... Who hit me? There was a um, suitcase over the door shelf. It fell when you opened the door. And... A
3: suitcase with lungs, Maddie? <laughs> it breathing just before it hit me. No. Uh, shall we go look for that shelf? They don't usually build them over door. Who was in that room, Maddie? I don't know. Could it have been Joe Maxim?
4: You think I'd let him hide here?
3: Oddly enough, I do.
4: But I hate him.
3: That's possibly true. You did steal my gun to kill him with, didn't you? Maybe I did. But then you changed your mind, or perhaps you didn't change your mind. Perhaps you did kill him.
4: He's not dead. Of course
3: he isn't. But how did you know that? I, I You don't... knew it because he's just been here. Maddie, did you ever wear glasses?
4: No, my eyesight's perfect. Why?
3: Know a man named Carrie?
4: Carrie? I think so.
3: My tense was wrong. I should have said knew a man named Carrie. He's dead. Somebody shot him earlier this evening in Maxon's office. Either because the killer thought he was Joe Maxon or because he didn't.
4: You're making up some kind of a joke. Of
3: course. Mm -hmm. Be sure to tell it to Joe the next time you see him. He may die laughing. (laughs) Oh, Joe. Templagon? Yeah. Did he tumble you?
4: He guessed it was you.
3: Just so long as he isn't sure. Maddie, I, I need
1: some dough. I gotta stay holed up for a while. Why? Well, this business of Carrie getting bumped off in my office, the cops are liable to think maybe I bumped him off.
4: He was sore about the way you did business, wasn't he, Joe? Oh,
1: yeah, but... Did
4: you kill him, Joe?
1: Of course
3: I did. Maddie?
4: No. Until tonight, you didn't even want to see me. But when you get in a jam... Oh,
3: it's not that, baby. I I was busy. I was going to look you up the first chance I got.
4: Sure, Joe. I wish I was dope enough to believe you. But even not believing you, I've got a few dollars. How can I get them to you?
1: i got to keep moving around. I'm down at Park Row. Now, look, baby. Make it up on the bridge. The pedestrian walk, huh, in an hour.
4: An hour will be all right. I'll be there, Joe. No. Because I love you.
0: Took you an
2: awful long time to find out about that lean and blonde, Mr. Templer. It did. So, did you find out? Uh Uh-huh. I fell. Mr. Templer. No Eddie. Well, it could happen to anybody. It didn't, to
3: me. Yeah, so some days you can't make a nickel. Well, uh, that's why you're going to the red wheel? I think I should meet Mr. Harris. He may have some information. He has also got crooked roulette wheels. Then I won't play.
2: You're playing, Mr. Templer. From what I hear of Mr. Harris, you could easily be playing with death. It's open. Mr. Harris? I'm Harris.
3: You'd be Templar. Your boys downstairs were very thorough about searching me. They're always very thorough. They've got their orders. I, uh, notice you've got the window shades drawn. Nervous? Playing it safe. A habit of mine. Your partner felt the same way? No, Kerry was always on the reckless side. He said was. The cops have been here, Templar. Huh. Terrible tragedy. Fine, upstanding citizen like Kerry. Dead. I could spare your sarcasm. I'm not sure I could. Who do you think killed him, Harris? The cops didn't tell me. Then you'd know. How much doubt do you think there is about Maxson? As the killer? Good deal of doubt at the moment. You must have reasons. I have. Maxson's club was doing very well. Yours and Kerry's isn't. Why should Maxson bother killing an unsuccessful competitor? Kerry didn't care for the way Maxson had been steering customers away from us. Kerry, as I've said, was on the reckless side. He probably told Maxson how he felt. And Maxon, being a sensitive plant, promptly killed Carrie. It's a possibility, don't you think? I'm unarmed in your club. I don't think I can afford to do much thinking. <laughs> it's on the house. Thank you, but still. Uh, Harris, how did Carrie and you get along? We got along fine. But you knew that's what I'd answer, whatever the truth was. What is the truth? There's more than one way of answering anything, Templar. I... More than one way. Harris, you're quite right. I am. Which means that I'm in a hurry. About what? That there's more than one way. I don't get it. Perhaps not, but I suspect I've just discovered how Carrie got it. Who's there? Simon Templer, Brian. Place all closed up? What do you think? The cops have been after us for a long time. Carrie's shooting gives them their chance... It's a pity. What are you doing all alone here at the bar, repressing your tears, taking some nourishment? The vitamins can wait. Brent, how did Carrie get into Maxon's office? He um, he must have sneaked in. With you watching? Well, I guess he didn't sneak in through the front door. He must have got in through that back window, uh, the one that was open. Mm. Let's go take a look at it, huh? All right. Last time I was here, all I had time to do was take a quick look at that window. There's something I've got to check. Go ahead. I'm going. I did mention there was a drop to the alley from the window. There still is. What does that mean? The theory's been for some time that maybe Carrie was shot by mistake. Yes, it has been. That would mean he'd have to have been shot through that window. What's wrong with that? There's a drop to the alley, Brent. Somebody standing outside wouldn't be able to see into the room or fire a gun at someone in the room. I. Uh, maybe he stood on something. Well, we got into the room seconds after the shooting. There wouldn't have been time to remove anything from under the window. There wasn't anything under the window, Brent. Why, well, I, uh, I don't know what to say. Brent, Gary didn't sneak into the office. You let him in. No. There must be more than one way into this room, besides the front door. Well, uh... that door uh, leads to what? bathroom. Another door here. Yeah, leads to the hallway, too. Very nice, Brand. What's very nice? Kerry wasn't shot by mistake. Whoever shot him intended to kill him. You let Kerry in, perhaps deliberately. I didn't. It would make you an accessory. I didn't have any motive. Maxson might have had. Maxson didn't have opportunity. He didn't know Kerry was in his office. Well, sure he did. I mean... You uh, mean Maxon knew Kerry was waiting for him? How did he know, Brent? I don't have to answer that. Might be the only thing to keep you out of the chair. Well, maybe I told him. You're not sure? You set Carrie up for Maxon. That's not what I said. You didn't have to. I think you'd better stay in town, Brent. The police get annoyed when they have to travel for their witnesses. Sometimes they get so annoyed they don't even let them turn state's evidence.
2: time you come back even quicker from the
3: blonde for a very good reason eddie she's not home oh that ain't good worse than that eddie it's bad well it ain't such a cold night i gotta find her the doorman told me she took a cab but he uh noticed the kind of cab yeah
2: same as yours well in that case we are in huh.
3: you got an idea eddie yeah
2: all of us campies up in this part of town you see we hang out at sammy's and we ain't got a fair sammy yeah that's a station a couple of blocks over toward the river if the can be to drop the blonde any places around, I will learn all. Hey, come to think of it, it's about time that I learned all anyway. Eddie?
3: You are sure your information's correct? Yeah, the blonde took a
2: camp to the New York end of the Brooklyn Bridge. She got out, she started walking across a bridge.
3: Now, that's what you told me before, but... The
2: truth, the cabby happens to be my brother-in-law.
3: And he always tells the truth? Sure, except to my sister. But why would Maddie be walking on the bridge at this hour of the night? Who can tell about blondes? Of course, she might be meeting someone there, or she may decide to jump. <laughs> Posts.
4: It, it's so dark up here on the bridge, so... so dark and cold.
3: Uh, never mind the emotions. You got the dough.
4: Yeah. Here, Joe. Uh, thanks, baby. Thanks, baby. Is that all you've got to say to me, Joe?
3: Somebody coming. Turn you back to the wall. We'll lean over the rail.
4: All right. Whoever it was is gone.
3: Joe. Maddie, Maddie, I, I I think you're swell. Sure, maybe I didn't always act like I appreciated you, but once I get out of this mess, You'll I... You'll never want to see me again. Oh, no, don't be like that, baby. I mean everything I say. Only oh, yeah. i I better scram. Would it be
4: asking too much if I wanted
3: you to kiss me? No. Thanks. I I got to hurry. So long, Maddie.
4: I'll be seeing you. Maddie. Oh,
3: Simon. Where's Maxon?
4: I I, I don't know. You haven't
3: got time to be cute. I came from the New York end of the bridge. Maxon didn't pass me. He must have gone on to Brooklyn.
4: Simon, what do you want with him?
3: You may not believe it, but I'm trying to save his life. Did anyone pass you and Maxon on the bridge?
4: Yes, someone. We had our backs turned, so we didn't see who. Well, if it's who I think it is...
3: killed is heading for the Brooklyn end of the bridge. it has got a start, perhaps too much of a start unless...
4: Um, where are you going?
3: I'm climbing down to the roadway. Perhaps I can get a hitch.
1: But I don't understand it, mister.
3: Don't try. I haven't enough time to explain. We're coming to the end of the bridge. Go down here. Well, all right, but I don't want to get into any trouble about this. Thanks. What's it all about? Murder. Oh, dear. Goodbye. Good evening, Mr. Harris. Templar. In a hurry, Mr. Harris? I, I was taking a walk on the bridge. Taking a run, you mean.
2: Well, uh, I don't mind admitting
3: I'm out of condition. That's sadly true. But uh, I really must go along. I have an appointment. You have? Well, well, well you I'll need that gun. I, it must still be warm. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Yeah.
3: It is still warm. Why, you... Yes, Mr. Harris? I'll get you for this. Oh, I can understand why you're so upset, Mr. Harris. I've made you late for your appointment, haven't I? Oh, don't worry. Even if you are late, the executioner always waits.
2: All oh, the things that happen on bridges. <coughs> hey, Mister Templar, we have now deposited the blonde, who wasn't only not leaning, she was <laughs> collapsing. Poor Maddie.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and we have also deposited a Mr. Harris with some policemen, and they were very happy to collect them. But do I know what happened? Well, no. He murdered Joe Maxon up on the bridge. Yeah, yeah, all right. But then all you did was just to hit your right on a car, and then you beat him to the other end of the bridge, and you grab him. Now, Mr. Templer, I will admit that this was a public-spirited action, maybe. But honest,
3: it ain't worthy of you. What do you mean? no clues. Oh, but Eddie, I already knew it would be Harris. Uh-huh. Aha. right. Well, now I'm beginning to feel better. So tell me, how did you already know there would be Harris? Well, who could have killed Gary? One theory was that Gary had been shot by mistake for Maxon. That might have involved Maddie, but I eliminated that possibility on my second trip to Maxon's place.
2: uh uh-huh. yeah. I see. The, the business about the alley, huh?
3: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Another possibility was that Maxson and Carrie quarreled and that Maxson shot Carrie. Yeah, yeah, this sounds reasonable. Except for the fact that, as I mentioned at the time, Carrie was shot under the left shoulder blade. Yeah. Meaning he was shot in the back. Uh-huh. He wouldn't have turned his back on an open enemy like Maxson. Uh-huh, yeah. This also sounds reasonable. So, that left... Harris. Yeah. 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 By killing his own partner and framing Maxson, Harris hoped to eliminate a business rival, thereby making his own gambling club more valuable and, at the same time, gaining sole ownership of it. Aha, yeah. This guy was trying to
2: kill two birds with one stone. Uh
3: Aha, yeah, you're right, Eddie. You
2: want I should drive you home now, Mr. Templer?
3: I guess so, Eddie. There's not a blonde in sight, not even a leaning one.
1: I've been listening to another transcribed adventure of the saint, the Robin Hood of modern crime. Now here's our star, Vincent Price. Ladies and
3: gentlemen, in tonight's cast, you heard Alice Reinhardt as Maddie and Shepard Mencken as Maxon. Theodore Von Els was Brent. Tudor Owen, the bartender. Fred Shields was Harris. Eddie is played by Sheldon Leonard. This is Vincent Price inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another exciting adventure of the saint. Good night.
1: of the saint was written by lewis vittings the saint based on characters created by leslie charters is a james l saphir production and is directed by helen mack vincent price is soon to be seen co-starring in rko's production of his kind of woman all you saint fans will be glad to know that the saint comic books are on sale at all newsstands your announcer is don stanley Three chimes mean good times on NBC. Today, the glamorous and unpredictable Tallulah brings you another hour-and-a-half broadcast of The Big Show, starring Fred Allen, Judy Holliday, Joan Davis, Fran Warren, and many more. And today's Theatre Guild on the Air production is the Broadway comedy The First Year. Starring in this Theatre Guild presentation are Richard Widmark and Catherine Grayson. Enjoy Mr. and Mrs. Blandings and Phil Harris later on NBC.
0: Hindi cinema, the subsea blockbuster, the Hoga Entertainment. Jab Karan Johar, Aishman Kurana, or Manish Paul Host Karenge, Film Fair Kishandara, Film Fair Kim Manchbar Honge, Ranbir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, or Sara Ali Khanke electrifying performances. To Hoja Yatayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration, watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards twenty twenty four with Gujarat tourism on Sunday, eighteenth February, nine PM, only on ZT.